Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, a podcast for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. Hey there, impact influencers. My name is Evans Putman. I'm the founder of Infinite Impact Coaching and Consulting and the host of Infinite Impact Radio, where I interview entrepreneurs about their purpose-driven businesses and their missions to contribute towards creating a positive ripple effect in the world. Thank you for joining us today, and I look forward to sharing your world-changing mission soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio and TV, the show for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. And as usual, we have one of those with us today. I'm very excited. Um, Alex S. Elliott, we've been talking just catching up before we even jumped on. It's been a pleasure. I was looking forward to having you back. So real quick, and I'll let you jump in, but I'm going to tell everybody that um, I loved when you told me this. Alex is a tribe leader of tribe leaders, and she (laughs) focuses on growth, engagement, and monetization within Facebook communities, Facebook groups. So. I think I got that right. If you not, got it right. <laughs> all right, cool. So, um, well, thank you for coming on and we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Excited you've to be had, here, actually. Thank you so much. Great. And, and you've had so much, you know, we're going to get to this. You've had a lot of success recently. You're just sharing some victories with me and I'm so excited for you and the things that are going on. Um, but I want to go back a little bit and just sort of tell your story because you were also telling me part of your story. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. People need to hear this just to, because other entrepreneurs listening to this are going to get so much help just by hearing your story. Yeah. So if you would just go back and sort of give us a little bit about your origin story and maybe something that happened that was the big switch that got you going in a different direction. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, so guys, yeah, it's, it's so fun to talk about the victories, right? It's so fun to talk about, Oh, I made this much in this amount of time and blah, 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 had this successful launch. But I think what we don't focus on enough is how hard and how lonely and how dark the road was to actually get to that point. And I was telling, um, off the air that, you know, I have been trying to crack the whole, like be successful online thing for 14 years, literally 14 years. So it's likely I failed laps around most of you guys listening right now. And so I want you to take that as like just a massive shot in the arm of hope. Like if somebody who's been failing for 14 years straight can actually like get it and start making it like there's hope for you. Right. So, um, I just want to give you that and, and, and tell you, you know, I'm 44 years old. I'm not a spring chicken at 30. I got the bug. I was like, I gotta be an online entrepreneur. I gotta make it, gotta make it. So I was a nurse. Um, and I've been a nurse most of my professional career. And, um, so I would spend nights and weekends, like trying to figure this out. It was, it, it was, uh, Amazon FBA. It was eBay. It was, uh, you know, I was going to do a digital agency, Shopify, like you name it. I have tried it guys. And, um, it was just failing forward, failing forward, learning, learning, learning. And finally, we're going to fast forward lots and lots of years later of trying and failing. Um, finally about last, Oh, probably a year ago, actually we're in, we're in November now about last November. Um, 
started to really get some traction with like the latest iteration of what I was doing. I had a digital marketing agency. I was focused on Pinterest marketing. And I was like, oh, starting to get clients, starting to make some money. Oh my God, this is good. This is like finally happening, right? Like so excited. And I was so excited because I had, I was like at that point already, like I had left my job and I was just like, I'm going to do it. I cashed in my 401k and I was like, it's do or die. We're going to make it. And so it started to happen. So exciting. And then the day after Christmas, my mother had a, just an absolute freak accident. She ended up being crushed under this massive thing that like fell out of a commercial wall. And, um, it took four men to remove this thing off of her. And she was like multiple bones broken in her body. Her femur snapped and the whole thing. And she went from a vibrant 76 year old to a completely 100% dependent, uh, disabled world like that. And, um, it turned out because I had been a nurse and I was the only healthcare provider in the family that suddenly caring for my mother became squarely my responsibility. Um, and so in an instant, you know, when I had had 12 hours a day to like grind it out in my agency and I was like, Oh, I've built all this momentum. I went to having maybe one hour a day because it was like, I had to feed her, dress her, bathe her, take her to therapy and doctors. It just, it just became my life and ended up, um, in that, uh, because I couldn't take care of my clients, I lost them all um, in a very short period of time and, and went from having all this wonderful momentum to having no business, no income, running out of money in my 401k that I had pulled. Um, and we got to the point where we were down on fumes, uh, my, my wife and I. And uh, turned out, because of that, we lost our apartment. We couldn't afford our rent anymore. And obviously lost the business and we ended up having to move in with mom to both take care of mom and have a roof over our heads. And so at age 43, at the beginning of this year, I found myself down to my last thousand dollars. And when I say my last thousand dollars, I mean it. I had burned through savings. I had $120,000 in credit card and, and student loan debt. I had burned through my 401k. I mean my last thousand dollars. We were desperate, but we couldn't leave taking care of my mother. It was like this crazy situation. She couldn't pay us. And so it was just like, oh, what do we do? So I had a, had a little come to Jesus with my other half. And she's like, I'm going to handle mom. You're going to figure this out. And I'm like, okay, I'll figure this out. And it's amazing what happens when desperation comes into play, right? Like I like to look at it now. I don't think I could have looked at it then as a gift, but I like to look back now and go, wow, I got blessed with a gift of desperation. And I mean, it was like, get up at 3.45, 4 a.m. kind of desperation and grind it out and make it happen kind of thing, right? And not go to bed till, till midnight, just grind, grind, figure it out. So um, ended up turn of events inside the One Funnel Away Challenge. I'm sure a lot of you guys are, are familiar. A lot of us are in the Click Funnel. I was in the One Funnel Away Challenge. And I will never forget Steve Larson's admonition to publish daily, publish daily, publish daily. And I thought, that's amazing. Okay, I'm gonna publish daily. But my next question was like, where? Where do I publish daily? What do I do? So um, because I was personally focused on affiliate marketing, that was kind of for me, the lowest hanging fruit, the fastest path to cash. I didn't have a product of my own. I didn't know what I was gonna teach. I just was like, okay, I can promote ClickFunnels, cool. It's like a lot of us, right? We get started. Um, so I was, I was uh, intent on doing that and I thought, okay, what are the big affiliate marketers doing? I made a spreadsheet. I started analyzing all the big ClickFunnels affiliate marketers and I noticed very quickly 
they all had Facebook groups. And I was like, okay, I'm onto <laughs> something here. Let's, let's figure this out. Start joining their Facebook groups, seeing what they were doing. It was magnificent. Their Facebook groups were like these incredibly like high powered sales but like in real time and vivo, you know, and I was just watching them cultivate these relationships with their audiences and monetize those relationships and like serve their faces off with their people and how their people would respond. And I was like, this is amazing. I can do this. So I just began to model what worked and uh, fell into having significant success uh, affiliate marketing via the route of a Facebook group. Um, so awesome. that's kind of how I got started, but it was, it was dark and bleak in the beginning, right? It was yeah. not, it was, there was a lot of desperation. <laughs> well, I want to, and I want to go back a little bit too, before we move forward. Uh, it's funny, you probably don't know this and I don't know if I've told you this, but I was in your very first iteration of your Facebook groups. No, <laughs> I, Were was. You <laughs> I was, I, I've, I'm just one of these people that joined, but I was like one of those horrible group members. I joined groups and then I sort of like a lurker, right? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I actually remember you from those days and wow. because when recently when Parker and I were discussing you and we you were nice enough to bring us in your group yeah um, I remembered I was like I remember her from way back when the, when the one funnel away challenge first came out so that's cool to know that I've sort really? of I've seen that progression but sort of from a distance so yeah um, yeah that's I really want to go back a little bit because there yes. were a couple things that stood out one I'm curious. Um, I was having this discussion with an entrepreneur yesterday. We were talking about failure and how yeah. you're not succeeding if you're not failing. Amen. And uh, yeah. you talked about 14 years of failing, but yeah. well, I want everybody, all the listeners to listen, who are listening and all the people watching this, you didn't stop. No, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say something right there that I say all the time because I think it is so pivotal to understanding how this game works. And that is this guys, the only difference, and I mean, literally the only difference between someone who succeeds and someone who, who doesn't succeed, I won't say fails because we all fail, but someone who succeeds and someone who doesn't succeed is that this person who doesn't succeed stops. They stop. They stop pushing forward. They stop learning. They give up and they, they literally, instead of taking the lesson from the failure, they walk away with resentment. You get a choice. Every single time you fail, you get a choice to either take the lesson or take the resentment. And if you take the resentment, you diminish. I mean, you, your person diminishes. You don't move forward. If you take the lesson, if you choose to just separate ego from the entire event and just put it to the side and say, this is not about me. This is about me getting better right? Like it's not about, you know, if I'm a good person or if I'm worthy or if I'm capable or whatever, I'm just learning, right? Yeah. Like toddlers, yeah. when they fall down, when they're starting to work, they don't resent the fact that they fell down. They kind of giggle it off. They get back up, keep lumbering around, fall down again, giggle it off, get back up, just giggle it off and keep moving, right? Because yeah. you know, at some point, you'll actually start to walk, right? It'll actually start to happen. And you must have that core belief, right? I asked, I, I, I got the opportunity to meet Russell Brunson this year and I asked him something and I said, you know, you've been in this game for 17 years and a lot of people who started seven or no longer in this game, what do you attribute your longevity to? And one of the things that he said was, I never didn't believe. I always believed that if I just kept going, it would one day happen. It, there was not one single moment of disbelief. And he said, I think you have to, you have to subscribe to that just core, hardcore belief in yourself, your mission, your team, your vision. Like 
it's going to work if I just keep getting up. It's going to work. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's great. Um, and it's funny. I love how you said you brought, you used the word giggling. Yeah. You know, like, cause that's the, that's the same. I had this aha moment from, uh, I think we have a mutual friend, Anton Gray. Yeah. Who, um, his episode is probably either one or two episodes before this one came out. Got it. And he and I were discussing this yesterday and he talked in the same terms, but he used the example of riding a bike. When you're younger and you're learning to ride a bike, you fail, you fall off, you scrape your knee, you get hurt, you get up, you keep going because you're having fun. And I told him, I was like, boom, you just blew my mind because I realized what everybody needs to understand that when you are, when you step into your authentic self and you're doing what you really want to do, it doesn't matter if you fail three, four times a day, you're having fun while you fail. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I honestly get up every morning and I'm like, I can't believe I get paid to do this. I cannot mm -hmm. believe that I've actually created my dream life. Does it mean I don't screw up? No way. I screw up every day, every day. I have a team of people, like I have a team literally, and they're like um you sent out the wrong email um you did this oh the link is broken uh, but i'm like yeah i'm screwing up left and right cool no problem i just keep moving keep going like you just can't let it get you down you have to be more married to the joy of this thing and the and the experience of it and the, and the learning than you're married to like the things going wrong they're gonna go wrong cool no problem yeah. keep going yeah. Yeah, you can't have, let it get you down having fun in the moment with no expectations about what's going to happen from what you're doing it just keeps Amen. moving that's a huge lesson. So everybody take that advice for sure. But there's one other thing I want to ask you because this is something that, you know, I probably have struggled with in the past and I know people struggle with it. And I'm curious how you dealt with this when you were down to that last thousand dollars. Yeah. And you felt all that pressure and yeah. stress to make it happen. Yeah. Did you... I mean, how did you overcome that? Did you find yourself pushing so hard that you were making it worse? Or were you able to just find a way to get through it without it being too stressful? So that's a really interesting question. And I love that you take me back into that place because you took me there and emotionally I, I went there and, and I could feel it. I actually felt it in my stomach right now when you said it, I felt the tightness. I mean, like I, I know what that is to feel that anxiety and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was having panic attacks at the beginning of this year. I was scared for my life and being scared for your life is not a great place to create from. I'll just right. be really honest. It's not a great place to create from. So I had to do a lot of like work up here <laughs> to um, overcome and to realize like creativity doesn't emanate well from panic. And it doesn't emanate well, like, like it's just not a good place to come from. So I, I'll be very honest with you. I I'm, I'm a music person. So I would use, um, like music. There, there was a song there, there's like one song that I used to listen to on repeat. And this song would get me into a state of being, I need, I knew I needed to change my state. Mm -hmm. It was like, like I, I'm a Tony Robbins, like person, like you got to change your state, right. <clears throat> to like be, and I knew that the state I was in was not healthy for me and it was not a place I could create from. So I had a ritual where um, every morning when I would get ready, um, I'd take a shower, I'd jump out of the shower and I'd blast this one song over and over and over on loop. And it was Panic at the Disco, High High Hopes. And that song, if you've ever listened to the lyrics, it's like, it, it's I can't say them now, I'm blanking obviously, but um, 
it's like, you know, basically like started from the bottom, now we're here. It was like that, like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, I come from nothing. I came from nothing. I, you know, all I had was high, high hopes. Like that's it. And I would, I would get myself into a state of believing that it had already happened. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I, I literally got into this place where like I was successful in my mind. I did my show that uh -uh, no way did anything about my reality show that no way I was sleeping on a crappy mattress in my mother's office like with my head next to the cat litter like it was not good like there was nothing about my my actual real environment that proved to me that I had succeeded but I had to change my internal state and get to a place where I believed that I had succeeded and that song helped me access that internal state and it was that state that I would get into before I went live, before I went in my group, before I produced any piece of content, I forced myself to change state. So um, I found that to be for me a mindset hack that removed me from the panic, removed me from the, the stress and the desperation because I knew um, nothing good comes from there. You cannot create from there. Um, right. People smell desperation a mile away. That's not, I didn't want that energy. So yeah, I that love was that. No, that's how I did that. That is perfect. Thank you for sharing that because that's something You're so that. Welcome. Um, it's quirky. We, it's weird, but it works. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it, it's something for everybody. Like, I'll tell you what I do, which is some people think is weird, but I my daughter got me a basketball, which I'm so blessed that she finally bought mm. me one because my other one wasn't around. I take my basketball. You know, nobody's around because it's the middle of the day. The kids yeah. are in school. I go over to our neighborhood court and I just shoot baskets for like 30 minutes and it puts me in a Meditated. state. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I forget about everything I've been stressing about and what I've been trying to create. And while I'm shooting baskets, I create it, comes. It. it comes. you know, and then I come it back and I'm like, Oh, I figured it out now, you know? And yes, but, yes, yes, yes. But I, I used, used to, to go on walks. Yeah. And walks. when I walked, I'd go walk the dog. My mom had a dog and I'd walk her dog, walk her dog. Cause she couldn't walk the dog anymore. So I'd go walk the dog and just like let my mind go. And then like the answer would come. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to, cause I, I was curious about that. Cause I know a lot of people listening to this, if they're stressing out a little bit about trying to launch, trying to get their business, trying to figure out what they want to do, the more you so push, the worse it's going to be. The so. more you, you're right. And the more you surrender, and do whatever it takes to change your state, do whatever it takes to believe in your vision more that you believe in your reality. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I subscribe so much to this. I spend at least 30 minutes every morning visualizing my future, like literally visualizing my future such that I don't spend a lot of time remembering my past. I spend time remembering my future because that's where I'm going. That's, that's what I want. That's what I'm after. And you do that enough, like you're programming yourself for forward momentum, right? Yeah. So really powerful you made, stuff. You made a really good point too, to go on when you, when you are in that state to already not necessarily see yourself going there, but already being there right, right. then and there in that moment. So Absolutely. I think that's important for everybody too. So that's great. I love it. Um, all right. So one other thing, that I want to touch on as we move forward. Now, now that you've gone through, you're starting to see some success. You realize yeah. that Facebook groups are your jam. Yeah. Um, I have a, 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 this is a question. You and I sort of talked about this before. I don't remember if, I think it was off camera after we'd already done something together, but I wanted yeah. to ask you again, because obviously the people here aren't, weren't there during that conversation. They weren't, they weren't flies on the wall, right? <laughs> but why do you, uh, why do you think that, 
Facebook groups are the perfect vehicle to attract and affect your ideal client. Ah, okay. So I'll give you, um, I kind of touched on this a little bit in my intro and then I'll go further. And that is this, um, I am a true believer that, um, a Facebook group has this amazing, um, dual function. The first part of the function is it really does function like a high converting sales funnel, right? So if you're using it for your business, literally, literally think about the mechanics of it. So you have the three questions. When people come in, they answer the three questions. If you're doing it right, you are exchanging value with them right up front and saying, Hey, I'd love to give you this free thing. Where should I send it? Right. And you're grabbing that email. That's your opt-in page right there. That's your opt-in right. page. Yep. They come in to top of funnel. What are you doing in top of funnel? Man, you are loving them up. You are building KLT factor, right? That no like and trust factor. You are serving your face off. You're like, hey, here's this cool free training. This answers the question that you just had. Hey, here's this cool interview with this awesome subject matter expert. Hey, tell us all about yourself. Like we wanna support you. You are connecting, you are serving them you are building goodwill, right? And then at some point along that continuum, along that journey, as they're really starting to feel a part of this tribe and they're like, whoa, man, where have you guys been all my life? This is amazing and I'm engaged and I'm answering questions and they're listening to me and oh my God, and this person's going live and they're so cool and we're interacting. All of a sudden you make this offer to ascend the relationship. You make this offer to turn this unilateral value provision relationship into an honest dollar driven value exchange relationship, right? And what you've done, kind of like Gary V says, he's like, he who leads with value wins. You have led relationship with value as they've come into your world. You've activated the law of reciprocity. And when you make that offer, it's just such an easy ascension into a paid relationship, right? And so what happens in that funnel? Money falls out the bottom, right? So it is this incredible environment where you can foster intimacy, foster relationship, foster KLT factor, serve, 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 prove your expertise, establish authority, like all that stuff that you need to do for the sale. There's social proof everywhere, right? Everybody else loves you and is singing your praises, your mm -hmm. tribe members, right? And then boom, right. you have, you make the offer and have the sale. And so it's this wonderful live sales funnel environment as it were. It's also something else. You know, um, people always talk about like the money's in the list. And I don't dispute that the money's in the list. I think it is. I make plenty of money from my email list. And I think you always need, you need to own the list, right? Facebook, like, like Zuckerberg could snap his fingers like Thanos tomorrow. Facebook groups could all go away. So when people come in, you do want to own that lead. You want to grab that email and you want to have it off platform. Totally agree. However, it's hard to even get people, like it's hard to A, even land in the inbox anymore. It's hard when you do land in the inbox to compete with the 30, 40 other marketers who are also competing for your customers or your prospects attention. If you do, if your subject line does get them to click, do they even read your email? Do they even click on your, like, like just getting them to interact with you in any way or reply to you, answer a question um, in the inbox is extremely hard. We're watching, you know, open rates tank. We're watching click-through rates tank, all that stuff. What is really cool about a Facebook group, it is like a living, breathing, three-dimensional en vivo email list, right? You literally, I can, I can press a button, go live, and, and on every 
members in my group, they get a, a notification that I'm live in my group or, you know, if they're on their computer, it comes up notification that, that Alex is live and they're like, oh, we love Alex. What's she doing? Oh my God, I got to check in. And I literally, I've skipped the inbox. I'm right in their face not just my written word. It is my face. I'm connecting with them. I can ask them questions and get feedback in real time. I can run an ask campaign on a Facebook live if I wanted to and literally get feedback that way. It is so extremely powerful. I actually have a, a Facebook groups mentor who earns about $1.50 to $2 a month per subscriber, you know, on his, on his email list. Wow. He earns, he earns over $3 a month per group member in his Facebook group. Nice. So he proves the point that um, the richness of the relationship that is established via a Facebook group, um, you know, can really be monetized on that back end in a, in a really powerful way. So um, I think for business, that's what excites me so much. There's so much power in the the mechanics of a Facebook group and what it affords you as a business owner in terms of that that relationship, really. Yeah. And I, I, I just want to jump in real quick and just say, you know, coming from somebody who was, you know, you were nice enough to bring us in your Facebook group when we were launching our one podcast away challenge. We've had other Facebook group member or owners do that for us. And the difference is, I mean, it's night and day from going and just having somebody share a post to their feed or to whatever for you because you, I could tell when I was in that group with you, especially in yours, yours was one of the, it was this amazing environment. I could tell there was a, such a relationship between not just them knowing you, but you knowing them. I, and you it, grow it to huge. know them and love them. <laughs> you yeah. do. It was, and I told you, I think that day we had that discussion. I don't know if you remember, I was telling you about our podcast and how, you know, we did a lot of similar things. We used a Facebook group in our podcast, but one thing about the podcast was people were coming up to our, the host that, you know, I managed and ran the strategy and everything. So I wasn't the voice of the podcast, but they came up to him and they're talking to him and he's like asking me, I'm not sure. Am I supposed to know this person? I'm like, no, they know you. And then I told you, I was like, I'm a little jealous of that because the thing that is really cool about the group and what I saw with you and your members was there was uh, two people involved in that relationship, not just one. And yeah. I think that's really cool. So I want to I wanna leave the business aspect behind because you told sure. me before we got on, and I told you I was going to ask you this anyway, which was yeah. really cool that you brought it up first, um, you know, because we're all about with Infinite Impact Radio about creating positive ripples oh, yeah. of transformation and impact in the universe by changing lives following our mission. And you yeah. told me that, uh, and I may let me know if I got this wrong, but one of the things that you loved was the power of human connection and transformation that you get as an entrepreneur being a tribe leader of tribes. Absolutely. Um, so if you could maybe just touch on that, you know, it would be cool if you don't mind, you don't have to mention names, but if you have any stories of any people yeah. that you could share too, because I know people love to hear that. Absolutely. So I, I will not mention names just out of respect for these people because I haven't requested that, that, you know, that I can share their stories, but um, definitely, I mean, we, <laughs> we have people all the time that come through either my, it doesn't really matter, my free group, my paid group, um, particularly because I'm working so closely with the people in my paid group. Um, you know, we, we see stories of people who come in um, 
to this, this, this coaching thing that I have going on right now, where I'm basically, I'm helping them become, step into that leadership role, become that Facebook group owner that people will follow, become that, that personality that can literally, you know, create a relationship with somebody, change their lives, inspire them to do great things. Right. And, um, so, you know, I, person first for my students so that they can go be that person for their students. Right. And, um, so it's just been a, a powerful watch people come through who they want so desperately to be successful. But sometimes as we all do, we stand in our own way. We are our own worst enemies and our fears get the best of us. Our doubts get the best of us, you know, all that stuff. And it has been, um, a beautiful experience to watch people who were in the grips of fear in the grips of I'm not good enough in the grips of I don't look good on camera. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Like all that stuff. Right. And now I literally, I'll be scrolling my feed or I'll be working or whatever. And I'll, I'll jump on Facebook and I will see these same people hosting interviews with like, you know, they're heroes. Like I know that these people are their heroes. They're hosting interviews with them. They're getting all this engagement. They're, they're literally transforming their tribe members' lives when four weeks ago, five weeks ago, they couldn't even go live. They were so paralyzed by fear. And now they're stepping into their power and they're serving their people. And I just like, I go, I sometimes join the lives and I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> just like, I just want to cry. I'm just like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Like, I just can't handle it. It's so beautiful. That's so great. the ripple effect of the ripple effect of showing up, the ripple effect of showing up and serving um, is so exceedingly powerful. And, you know, when we do that, we give others permission to do the same. And it's yeah. so important. So important. So yeah. It, that, that's one thing. I, I hope I answered the question, but yeah. No, yeah, that's perfect. But, and it leads me to ask you one last, I want to ask you one last question before we okay. wrap up. Absolutely. Do you think you could have served these people this well if you didn't go through that same progression and journey that they are now going through? No way. No way. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. I needed, <laughs> I needed to get comfortable posting into the void when nobody interacted with my stuff, when nobody showed up on my lives and I needed to keep doing it over and over and over again consistently until people did start paying attention, right? I needed to go through the pain of like, how the heck do I grow from zero to 100 and from 100 to 500 and 500 to 1,000? Because those, those three segmented slogs, they're hard. Not gonna lie, they're hard. Like nobody's paying attention to you. You're not big enough. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to join your group. You don't have like that momentum behind you yet. And if you're not willing to just put in the work and show up consistently day in, day out, whether people interact with your stuff or not, whether people show up in your lives or not, whether anybody's listening or not, right? Whether you've yet found your voice or not, like I had to go through that. I had to go through that because I had to have empathy for that. And I also had to go through it because I needed to know that there was another side and that you could get to the other side so that now I can stand confidently on the other side, reach my hand back and say, it's going to get better. Come, keep coming. 
Like just come, it's okay. And if yeah. you keep putting one foot in front of the other, you'll get here, right? Um, Cause it's a process, it's a process. None of this happens overnight. And anybody who tells you any of this happens overnight is trying to sell you something, right? Like right. none of it happens overnight. It's just a process of becoming. And you know, Russell Brunson always says, your income will never outpace your own personal development. And so it is always about who you have to become to get the thing you want, that you say you want, right? Right. Who you have to become in the process of, of, of that goal. And Steve Larson always says it. He's like, you know, when we start out pursuing the goal, we're never worthy of the goal. It's the <laughs> process. It's the journey. It's the, it's the pursuit of the goal that actually makes us worthy of the yeah. goal. And right? it's also we're not worthy what, when we start what, out. what's nice about it too, though. And here, here's a little side benefit for everybody. If you're screwing up in your, in your Facebook lives and your podcasts or whatever, and I know Steve always says this too. He's like, my first podcasts were horrible. It's like, but guess what? Nobody, nobody was, was listening. listening anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's so, so true. My first lives were terrible and nobody was in there. That's and awesome. That's what I, yeah. I tell people that all the time. I'm telling my, you know, my clients and my students, it's like, don't, it doesn't matter. Just do it. Just do it. Nobody else is going to be listening to it. You're going to be your worst critic. And guess what? I, and, and I will tell this just to sort of share this story too. When I first started moving out from behind the curtain, doing the strategy and everything and actually getting in front of the mic and doing my first podcast, yeah. which was me just sharing my journey. It wasn't even an interview podcast. So I had to just get on there and talk. talk I got right. to the point where I didn't, you know, like two days later, I'm like, I don't even know what the heck I was talking about. Cause I never listened to them again. I just, just wanted like, to get them it done. Out, right? Yeah. Just do it. And, you're absolutely right. It's all about doing it, taking the steps. If you don't do the thing, you'll never achieve the thing. Michael um, Phelps didn't start out with a whole bunch of like uh, yeah. medals on his chest. He right. started out as a kid, just like the rest of us, getting in the pool every single day and swimming laps for hours when nobody, no cameras were on him, no crowds were around him, no nothing. I mean, you've got to put in the work. Yeah. Like that's just how it is. And when, and, okay. and when he, when we left the water, he continued. So that's, that's why it. he got where he is. <laughs> that's it. That's the only difference, right? right. Like right. we were talking about before, the only difference is we gave up and he didn't, he just kept going. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Well, that's a perfect way to wrap it up. Just, you know, remember failing is fun. Just continue and, um, you know, rise into your authentic self and start, you know, thinking about the transformations and the people you're going to serve. Amen. But I loved how you said you have to go through the journey yourself so you can look back and say, Hey, you can trust me. You can believe in me. I'm honest and authentic because I've been there Absolutely. and I know exactly how to help you. I always tell people I eat my own dog food. <laughs> I literally <laughs> eat my own dog food. I earn a living the way I teach you to earn a living. Like that is, I'm, I'm as authentic as they come. So yeah. And that's awesome. Yes. And it comes across perfectly. So we appreciate you coming on. And I know, um, well, first, where people can find you, obviously, on Facebook. Facebook, of course, absolutely. <laughs> I, I do have a Facebook group. Would you like me to give them my Facebook group Yes, name? please do. I've got it written down, oh. but you, you probably have it memorized, so <laughs> sure. go ahead. Sure, you guys can find me over at Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs. In the, the keyword search bar, it'll pop up. I'm like the big, you'll see me. It, it's hard to miss. Big, bright colors. Um, digital marketing hacks for online entrepreneurs. Yeah. And, and I would, uh, that's I would where I live and hang out. Yeah, I would definitely recommend they go check that out and just hang out and see what it's like to be in 
a group that is so, you know, engaging and so not one-sided and a community, you know, it is a tribe. Community of people who love each other. Yeah. I mean, we, like, we really care about each other, you know? And I mean, there's people in there that I care about more than the people that, like in my life. Like, it's so crazy. Like, and I just developed these bonds. It's I so could beautiful. tell when I was on the Facebook Live with you because I'm watching the comments and people are like, you know, high-fiving each other for the questions <laughs> they're asking and talking. I'm like, they've got their own thing going on while we've got our thing going on, even while they're interacting with us. This is really cool. So much love in that group. So yeah. many relationships. It's beautiful. You can tell, definitely. And I know um, you wanted to offer our listeners something special. So we're going to put a link in the show notes. And then when I share this out on social media, I'll do it as well. So just tell them a little bit about what that is, if you don't Sure. So guys, um, I launched recently something called the One Group Away Challenge, because here's the deal. Since I've kind of hacked this whole Facebook groups thing, um, you know, uh, Evans, Evans alluded to it a little bit. I've been able to have and create a lot of impact and a lot of success. And I, I feel like that's a little bit of a superpower. It's a little bit like having the cheat codes to life. And I wanted to share the cheat codes. I just wanted to be like, guys, here's the superpower I've discovered. I want to give it to everybody who's interested. And basically, you know, if you're a business owner, um, or even if you're not a business owner, if you're somebody who wants to have, you know, greater influence, greater impact, greater income in your business, whatever it is, if you need leads or sales, you know, um, like I said, like anybody in those, uh, camps could really use a Facebook group. It's funny because I have people come through my one group away challenge and they always think like they're the special case that like for whom a Facebook group won't work. And we totally work it out. I'm like, look, this is how it can work for you. I literally have not come across an application or, or a, you know, a, a business application that couldn't use a, an audience, right? All we're doing right. is a warm traffic, like warm audience. So if that is the case, I would love to invite you into my one group away challenge. Evans will have a link for you um, down in the show notes. And um, basically we spend a good 30 plus days, um, you know, focusing on building your group, launching your group, attracting the tribe members that you are supposed to attract, right? We, we don't want to attract everybody. We want to attract the right people for you, right? So we, we really focus on attracting the right people. Then we focus, we kind of move phases into phase two, where we focus on like serving the way I like to call it is serving our faces off. Like, like you got to earn the right to the sale, right? We're not, we're not all about like spammy, smarmy, that kind of we're about leading with just massive value. We are about so heavily engineering offers in our prospects favor that it'd be crazy for them to say no, because the value we're providing is just so overwhelming, right? Like that's how I like to do business and how I like to teach people to do business. So we're going to talk about serving them. We're going to talk about engaging them guys. I haven't been in my Facebook group yet today. It's 3 PM. I'll be in there in a little bit, but it's 3 PM. I haven't been in there and it is still as engaged as a cafeteria food fight. Right. And I'm going to teach you how to get in a group that's engaged like that. Right. And then we're going to move into the monetization, automation, and outsourcing phase, right? Phase three, this is really about scaling your impact, scaling the growth of your group, as well as making this a core part of your business and learning how to monetize through this vehicle um, and do it in a way that's what I like to call HILA, high intention for service, low attachment to outcome. So again, we're not icky, smarmy, weird salespeople. We're not attached to the sale you know, we're attached to the service and we're going to serve, serve, serve. We'll make the offer. They take it. Great. They don't take it. We really hope they were served and the relationship is preserved and it's awesome just as well. Right? Like that. I love it. 
So yeah, so that's what we're up to. And if you're interested in coming, Evans has got a link for you. And uh, I would be beyond honored to serve you. Yes, I love it. And I can just attest from everything I've seen out there, it's people just rave about it. So everybody grab it while you can, for sure. Um, what a perfect way to, to start 2020. Oh, I know. You know with your own engaged Facebook group. So that's why they should jump on it now because we're getting close to the end of the year. They can get right in and get started. That's right. So that's right. Well, Love it. Love once it. again, we appreciate you being here and thank you for sharing. It's been great to catch up and to hear your full story that I didn't know before. So, um, and I'm sure the audience got a ton of value. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Evans, and I appreciate your audience as well. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Can't wait. Bye-bye. Wow, what another great episode. Our guests are amazing, and I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook, leave us a comment on the YouTube channel, give us a thumbs up, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. Any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out. It would mean the world to us. We want to make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, you also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a, a desire to start an, an impact purpose-driven business, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N, coaching. Evans Putman coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram at Evans Putman. Send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode.